that quick. It's another morning. How you doing, listeners? Welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I want to dedicate today's podcast to Jeff. It's his birthday. It's his 75th birthday. And he doesn't look it, but he's he's feeling great and and he's a blessing. Let us pray. In the name of the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here we come to ask you, God, if you'll renew us too. Forgive the many errors that we made yesterday. And let us try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, we are well aware we can't make it on our own. So take our hands and hold them tight, Lord, for we can't walk alone. Amen. Father, how grateful we are that we don't have to beg. We don't have to plead. We don't have to wonder. We don't have to doubt. We just know that everything that you have said is absolutely true and that anyone who is willing to ask you to forgive them of sin, surrender their life to your lordship, to your way, and to your will, everything changes in their life for all eternity. We are grateful beyond all ability to express thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Amen. So thank you, Lord, for yesterday. Thank you, Lord, for leading the way. Thank you for your tender care. Today and tomorrow, we know you'll be there. Thank you, Lord, for every plight. Thank you, Lord, it will turn out right. Thank you, Lord, for today. Thank you, Lord in every way. Amen. Dear Lord in heaven, we come to you as your faithful servants, submitting to your will in all things. We will not allow the workings of the evil one to distract us from your goodness and mercy in our lives. We know you are still on the throne and that you will protect us and you will provide for us in our hour of need. We will not fear anything, for we know you will never leave us, nor forsake us, and that we are indeed covered in the blood of Jesus. We're especially reminded of your power and glory as we continue to shine our lights in the darkness through your word and sacrifice. Let all of us in his kingdom Come together by loving one another, giving to one another, and above all, praising and worshiping his holy name. Amen. Everything is not what it seems. There is a stronger force behind the scenes. He's in our lives every day. He's right there when we call. In him is where our strength lies. 
I lift my eyes beyond the skies. Only he can save my life. Only he can hear my cry. I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it all day. This song is my prayer I give to only you. Nothing can compare to the gifts from you. You give us your love. You gave us your son. And so I say, amen. I know there are some who don't believe, and sometimes it's very hard to see. We live this life every day, and some things don't go our way. But to be without is not his will. There are cattle on a thousand hills, and they're all yours to claim. Claim them in his holy name. We don't have to beg or crawl. He sees you standing proud and tall. He'll give his everlasting love. Just come to him as you are. I want to thank you, God, for giving me one more chance to raise my voice and to sing your praise. I sing it out loud. I sing it always. And so I say, Amen. Amen. Stay right there, listeners. We'll be right back. We got more 58 countries listening. We'll be right back. Today's topic is going to be human pride. Listeners, the Bible makes it very clear that God hates human pride. James chapter 4 verse 6 states it very clearly. He said, God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. The same message is repeated throughout scripture. Elsewhere, The Bible lists pride among four things that the Lord hates. It is grouped with arrogance, the evil way, and the perverse mouth. In yet another passage, pride finds a place among seven things that are an abomination to the Lord. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that devises wicked plans, and feet that are swift in running to evil. A false witness who speaks lies and one who sows discord among brethren. God puts pride in the same category with murder. We fall prey to pride when we forget that the Lord does not exist for us, but we exist for him. Why does he despise human pride so much? because it prevents us from submitting to his purpose in our lives. Pride renders us useless to the kingdom of God. When we commit ourselves to doing things our way, we are actually rejecting his way. 
the Lord refuses to share his glory with anyone. When we seek to take his glory for ourselves, saying, in effect, look what I've accomplished, look what I've done, look at me, look at who I am, well, we deny that he has enabled and empowered us. It is all God, listeners. Any good in us is by his design and redemption. Anything noteworthy that we become, we become because he wills it. We have no goodness apart from that which God imparts to us. Proverbs 16 verse 18 instructs, Pride goes before destruction and a haughty spirit before a fall. While not all ruin is caused by pride, pride always ends in devastation. And we often lose the very thing that we feel most proud about having achieved because anything we acquire outside of God's will eventually turns to ashes. Amen. Brokenness is God's requirement for maximum usefulness. Yes, we best believe that's true. Amen. The fear of the Lord leads to life, and he who has it will abide in satisfaction. He will not be visited with evil. Amen. Okay, In Touch Magazine is talking about enjoying life. Thank goodness. King Solomon is traditionally considered the author of Ecclesiastes. And according to scripture, he was the wisest man who ever lived and had wealth beyond imagination. What's more, he was blessed with the privilege of building God's temple. So we might expect that he'd have been content. In searching for that deep fulfillment, Solomon explored all kinds of things. Ecclesiastes tells us that he indulged in the pleasures of the world, even dabbling in pursuits he knew were folly. But the satisfaction Solomon sought evaded him, so he tried another avenue. He undertook great projects such as building houses, building gardens and parks, and an extensive irrigation project. But in the end, he concluded it was all without meaning. The story has a familiar ring. Our culture pursues pleasure and does not accept limits on its passions. Solomon had the wisdom and resources to accomplish whatever he chose to do. Yet the goals that he pursued brought no lasting satisfaction. He concluded that the best course was to obey God. Okay, so true enjoyment comes when we align ourselves with his will. Any other way is meaningless. So remember, 
that God placed on Solomon's heart to build houses, to build gardens, to build parks, and extensive irrigation projects. Amen. Love to hear it. Read Ecclesiastes. It's a good book. It's a good book. Okay, stay right there. We'll be back. We got more. We always have a little bit more. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional says, don't stop praying. Luke chapter 18 verse 1 says, Then he spoke a parable to them that men always ought to pray and not lose heart. You can never, never, never let prayer become a stagnant part of your life. It is vital to who you are as a Christian and even more vital to fulfilling God's mission and your assignment upon the earth. There is nothing more pleasing to the devil than a Christian who doesn't pray because that person is someone he doesn't have to waste his time worrying about. In fact, his overall strategy over the years seems to be to get us too busy to pray and for us to think that we don't really need to pray because God already knows our needs. So why bother him with them by praying? Pray every morning for two hours if you can. And that is if you don't have a lot to do. If you have a lot to do, pray three. Pray with me. Dear Lord, renew my zeal today to seek you in daily prayer. Please place upon me Deborah's anointing for balance so I never cram so much into my day that I don't leave time for you. It is your will that I pray always because this is how you prepare me for the challenges I will face. You move mountains when I pray, so I won't stop. I will seek you first in the name of Jesus. Amen. And prayers from the wilderness. Here's a meditation for the promise of restoration. Father, I praise you as a sovereign God who always keeps his word and who is the author of my restoration. Gaze up to heaven, listeners. Lord, just as you crafted my wilderness experience, you are now creating the newness which brings me into another season of my life, a time of joy, enlarged territory, and God-directed purpose. Not only are you showing me your plans for my life, you are blessing me with the desires of my heart. Your word says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all other things shall be added unto you. As I strive to be obedient and keep you first, I experience joy as you fulfill my wants 
and my needs. Restoration is visible evidence that trouble does have an expiration date. New things will spring forth from you. All situations, both positive and negative, have an appointed time and joy does come in the morning. Lord, as you bless me to enter into this new season, I thank you for the experience of my wilderness lessons. No, I did not enjoy the circumstances, but I know I am stronger. I possess the testimony to know what it means to wait on the Lord. I can say it is true. You do provide strength, encouragement, and reassurance. Father, my heart is filled with the joy of believing in you, knowing you, depending on you, waiting for you, resting in you, and loving you. Learning to keep you first in my life gives me a spiritual focus. I know as I encounter situations throughout my day that you are with me. And I realize moving out of my wilderness season into restoration requires a closer walk with you. Please do not allow me to fall into the trap of independent thinking. Help me to remember that my life My hope and my future is still in your hands. Let me rejoice and be glad that I am not alone. I praise you for your plan for my life, the privilege of a new season with you. It is your love that keeps me, your thoughts of peace and goodness toward me, and the joy of restoration. In the name of Jesus, I give you glory, Lord. I give you honor and praise. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Pray with me, listeners. Father, I give you praise today for showing me glimpses of restoration and allowing your light to lift me. In my storm of affliction, it was difficult to see you working for my good. But now, blessings are removing the burdens. Joy is replacing sorrow. Faith is overshadowing doubt and the abundant power of grace is in position to pour out your favor. In my wilderness, you always assured me my latter would be greater than my past. You constantly reminded me that you do have a plan for my life that includes prosperity and good. You continuously repeated to me I am more than a conqueror through Jesus Christ. Now, as you move me into the joy of restoration, you are showing me the wilderness experience was essential for my growth and your purpose. 
Father. I thank you for the storms which kept me connected to you. Your perfect will protected me. Ministering angels surrounded me. Prayers strengthened me. And your word encouraged me. I realize restoration does not end the constant battle with the adversary. In fact, he merely devises more tactics with different strategies. However, I praise and worship you as a God who is sovereign, a God who constantly reminds me that you cannot lie, a God who speaks and does what he promises, a God who can do anything but fail, and most of all, a God who is a loving Father. Lord, as restoration opens a new door and chapter in my life, and your word and promise direct me, I pray for grace to fulfill your purpose. I need your mercy to cover me when I falter. Please bless me with faith to believe and trust you, especially when I feel inadequate for an assigned task. Provide me with compassion to touch hearts as your chosen vessel. Whisper to listen for your word and your voice and understanding to comprehend and share what I've heard. I desire to live according to your will. Your will. So, Father, lead me and help me to follow as you show me the way. In Jesus' name, amen. Avis Marcus, a praying machine. Isaiah chapter 40, verse 29. He gives us power to weak, to the weak. To those who have no might, he increases strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord. This is Jeremiah 29. Thoughts of peace and not of evil to give you a future and a hope. And Romans 8:28, very popular scripture. All things work together for the good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. Yet in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. Amen. I love it. I love praying with you listeners. I love that we convene every day and start our morning talking to God, 
letting him know that we are here, letting him know that we are present, letting him know that we are willing to learn and to do his purpose another day. It's God's purpose that means everything. And let us conclude with a prayer for rest. Dear Father, this world seems seems to move faster and faster, and we are trying to keep up, Lord. But in the whirlwind, instead, we get caught up. Like an unbeatable force, it pulls us in, but we know eventually we cannot win. We must learn to rest in your perfect peace. And though good, let all endeavors cease. Oh, that our feet would mimic your pace so your joy would be set upon our face. Help us, Jesus, to slow down when you would. Help us, Lord to rest as we should. Thank you for loving us just as we are. Thank you that rest is part of your plan so far. Amen. Thank you for coming to pray with me, listeners. The pleasure has been all mine. If you can make a donation, please visit anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Please give if you can. Keep us on the air. Keep us close to God. Bye for now.